0: Okay, hello, and welcome to yet another episode of Direct Hit, a podcast where we discuss all things cricket, celebrate our endless love for the game, play some trivia, and have loads of fun. Now, what we're gathered here for today essentially cuts across everything that this podcast stands for. We come here every week and discuss all things cricket and celebrate our endless love for the game. But I was just thinking like earlier today, where does this passion to have these discussions and exhibit our love come from, right? The answer is that at various points in history, there have been players, events, moments, and memories that have unfolded to make cricket as endearing and exciting a sport as it is today, at least for all of us. And today, we're gathered here to talk about one such player who was responsible for creating these events that turned into moments and were eventually enshrined and immortalized as memories, which as memories are, will stay with us forever. We are here to pay a tribute to the man who made India believe, as I like to say, because if Kapil have brought cricket home to like a millions of Indians. of Ganguly brought those homes together and put Indian cricket on the world map. And there was a man who ensured that India retains its position on the world map by bringing glory to Indian cricket. So we're here to pay a tribute to the one and only Mahendra Singh Dhoni. And of course, with Thala, you always get Chinna, Thala. It's just almost <laughs> like a compliment. And that's how it is. Suresh Raina also <coughs> followed Surin announced, announced his retirement from the game half an hour after Dhoni did. And as much fun as we may have poked at both of them on this podcast at various points, there is little debate about the fact that their contributions to Indian cricket are nearly unparalleled. So once again, welcome to an extremely emotional and unhinged episode of Direct Hit, where the only trivia is, from 1929 hours, who do you consider as a diet?
1: <laughs>
0: So What do you guys think? What do you guys think about what has happened in the last 24 hours? It's been a lot to process for Akash, especially, because he was just reeling from the heartbreak of Barcelona and then this got and like bounded upon him so it's been it's been tough for everybody
2: yeah this was uh definitely you know a really tough moment uh to wake up in my morning and the first thing i see is ms Stoney's retired and then the next thing i see is suresh Rain has followed him and um yeah definitely a, a really difficult thing to kind of process that um just a year ago a little over a year ago we were watching an exciting world cup we thought we would win um you know it it was it was such a such a fun world cup because we were performing consistently and then doni got run out in the last match and we were like wow what does this mean and a whole year passed we had a pandemic and and he still not said anything and we all held out hope that there might be another game there might be another tournament there might be something There might be one more amazing chase, a few great catches, but then he just brought it out, you know, right before his IPL preparation, just randomly. Um so yeah, definitely hits really hard. Um I was not expecting his announcement by any means. Um and definitely not Raina's because you know he, he has years left in him, even if his form hasn't been amazing lately. Um so yeah, I, I'm I'm still very shocked. Um, that's what I can say.
3: Yeah, I <clears throat> I definitely felt the same thing. I actually saw Suresh Raina's announcement first because mm-hmm. as soon as I woke up, that was the latest notification on my phone. And then, like, I was really sad after seeing Suresh Raina's like retirement. But then when I saw Dhoni's retirement, it was just too much for me to bear because. Dhoni has given me all my cricketing memories which I've had watching cricket, whether it's the 2011, like um, the moment where, like my two favorite moments are definitely, or the two most memorable uh, moments are definitely when Dhoni hits that six in the 2011 World Cup and that run out in the 2019 World Cup, right? So, I mean, we've spoken about it enough and we've all spoken about all our stories and uh, all of us sitting at one place and not letting anyone leave and uh, it's essentially Dhoni who has given us all of these memories right before I don't think any other cricketer has um, like I think yeah he's definitely the person who made me enjoy cricket so much he's the person who I uh, like who was an inspiration who um I always looked up to and he's the kind of like he's always been my favorite cricketer so and I always knew that it's going to happen at some point right And I knew right after the pandemic, we've been like, we all have spoken about it. And, um, like it, like we, it's just that, you know, when you know, it's going to come at some point, but you just want to deny it till it happens. So, and when it hits yeah. you, it hits you really hard. I think that was exactly yeah. what happened. Like it's like, it's you expect just, it, so you don't happened. want to accept it. Exactly.
1: Yeah. I will say this I think um, you know growing up like all of you said uh Dhoni was someone who changed the face and the emotion um behind Indian cricket right um I remember back in 2007 um watching the 2007 World Cup with you know especially living in Bangalore which is where Bangal- uh, you know Dra- Dravid Kumlay are from and there were some of the the people who were um staunchly against you know this new immature quote unquote form of cricket right and so th- there was this general sense of disdain watching the T twenty World Cup, even in you know, within people I knew and it was just, oh, what is this? it's just weird form. And I remember being a little bit sad thinking, wow, Dravid's not gonna play, Tendulkar's not gonna play, what's the point? You know, like we should, even though it's a it's a it's a under, you know, underweight sport, undervalued sport, why can't some of these guys go and play? And I remember thinking, who is this guy with the long hair? And then when he won the World Cup, right? he just he suddenly gives himself three four five legs to stand on in order for him three four years down the road to say lakshman is done dravid is done especially after the disastrous series in england right mm-hmm. um so i mean obviously dravid is still one of my favorite players of all time and does not but my point is that dhoni is someone who Suddenly, gave rise to this freshness in in in, in Indian cricket, and um, it's sometimes we don't realize that the form of the game, the the rise of India being a strong team. Like when I started watching, India was always ranked six, seven in the in the world rankings, right? Then hits two thousand and seven, and now you have India just being a force. Um, Following the 2007 World Cup, of course. But um you have India just being there in terms of the top teams in the world and Dhoni's what started that. So I think that precedent is something we don't often think about immediately. And now that Kohli's taken over, I think we forget to realize Dhoni's impact in starting that. So um we're gonna miss him for sure. I will say though that um while Dhoni's was disappointing, it was more pleasantly emotional because it was expected. I mean, he's was in his late thirties, he's um, you know, on the back of a, a decent <clears throat> World Cup, of course the run out, and you know he'd been kind of a wall for since then, and um, I figured something was coming soon, but. For me, growing up and and uh, having Suresh Ryan be you know my as my favorite player, um, that was on the more emotional one for me. Um, and you know, I obviously see and know and understand and expect why Dhoni's is much more significant. But Ryan has hit me for a couple more reasons because it was indicative of some of the negative aspects of Indian cricket we've been talking about, right? The selection bias, the fact that um, guys often don't get a chance again and again. And I you know I I. It makes sense to me, you know. It was almost like he was never going to play again, and I was almost thinking, like, you know, what is retiring going to do? It's not like, you know, and I'm 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 pleasantly surprised, but a little bit, you know, um, skeptical of the amount of support he's gotten. Like, I'm great that you know even Coley's come up and congratulated, but why are they all congratulating him? if they were never gonna give him a chance again, right? You know, like that seems a little ironic to me and that, that saddens me a lot. I'm glad that he still has the IPL. I'm glad that he still has ways to, to play, you know, um, with people around him. And, you know, he's made significant contributions to the game and I'm glad people are seeing that. But, you know, it it's one of those things where if you're gonna compliment him so much for all the, all the impacts he's made for Indian cricket, why not give him another shot? You know, he wouldn't be in this position in the first place if he didn't get that second shot, so. Yeah. That's what saddened me even more.
0: Yeah, it, yeah, absolutely. It it does make sense. Um, what I was thinking, however, is that whatever happened, you know, MS Dhoni, we all, we all knew he is going to hang his boots at some point in time. We were just not ready to accept it. We were always expecting it. And that's what made it so much more pleasantly emotional. We don't know what might be going through Suresh Raina's mind. It's possible that he had been thinking about this for a while and it's possible that he just felt like, his services would be better like directed if he just continues playing the IPL or like gives domestic cricket like more time. And he wanted to play like some overseas leagues as well because he wasn't getting the chance to play like in India. But I think that there might definitely have been something that was going through his mind, something that he was thinking about and that led to like the decision that we all heard yesterday. So it's still like no matter how much, um, like no, ma- no matter how unpleasant it might be to not be able to see Suresh Raina play like in the blues anymore, I think we should just respect the decision and um, it's it's heartbreaking, it's really, really heartbreaking. <coughs> but I think we should talk about some of our favorite moments mm-hmm. having watched um MS Dhoni and Suresh Lina take the field and create the kind of memories, the immortalized memories that we spoke about at the beginning.
2: Well, I think there's just so many things that both of them had done um in terms of kind of ushering in a new era of Indian cricket, right? And so a lot of the moments they've created have just been related to how they've changed the the values we have in our team so things like great partnerships forged from running twos out of nothing right both of them run really well between the wickets um you know they've encouraged um especially Bony as a captain encouraged a kind of cooperation between the batsmen so that they know they can trust one another and run the twos um fielding and, and fitness obviously Kohli's one is really Um, kind of hardened that in. But the whole improvement in Indian fielding um, started with Dhoni's captaincy. Reina's one of the first guys who benefited from that. Um, He was a brilliant fielder. Um, Hopefully he still will be this fall. Um, But, you know, changes like that, um, that just upped the intensity of the Indian team, um, made us more exciting, made us more clinical. These are all because of Dhoni and some of the early players from his era, such as Reina um so i think so many moments can be attributed to them and i think one you know favorite example of that is 2016 um in that match where you know it's a run out anyone else would have just thrown it easily missed and doni himself um mm-hmm. just run in and destroy the wicket. he just raced in sure. and you know moments like that um just like amazing fielding amazing intensity um that's all stuff that this era of cricket brought to the Indian team
3: yeah i that reminds me of a video which Virat Kohli posted i think yesterday or today morning about uh, like uh, where he was he was batting with MS Dhoni and India needed one turn to win and he two runs to win and he gave the strike to MS Dhoni so he could finish things off and then Dhoni was like no you orchestrated the innings and you made us they reach the stage, so you should finish off the game. So the next boy he just defenses the wall and he <laughs> asks and Radkur is like, Why? Why are you doing this to me? That was so amazing. And like uh, for me, Raina has always been the best fielder in, in the Indian cricket team, right? And he was essentially the backbone of the of the batting lineup in the twenty eleven World Cup. What fascinated me most about Raina was that like every time he went out to bat in that World Cup, India was under tremendous pressure. And he played so well. Like he didn't take much time to settle in. He knew exactly what kind of shots to play and he executed everything so perfectly and <clears throat> like one of my favorite Reina's shots is when like the six which he hits above mid wicket.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: I think that's 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 my yeah. favorite Rana
2: yeah. shot. Yeah. Me yeah. And, um, the classical. Yeah. Lit- it the was kitchen it. He classic. he the kitchen sink in it. He definitely was
0: the kitchen sink in it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah it no, was- so-
1: that's a, sorry, bro. But on your point too, right? I think um, no. That's when I I started to realize that like P is such an undervalued part, and I think P, the the word that people are often using with Reina is underappreciated, underrated. You know, and it's so true. Um, he was benched for Yusuf Batan the entirety of the World Cup except the playoffs, and for someone to mm. come in in the playoffs when you're against Australia, that quarterfinal against yeah. Australia when they're mm. down you know to to stay there put up 30 40 runs and just get, get you through to 70 to is is amazing and then if, even in the semifinal, where you know everybody and he was just him batting with the tail like a young guy who um he has been on and off since he started who has uh just been brought in for the playoffs like th- that takes a lot to do and um I mean obviously it makes sense that he was waited on to let Yuvraj go ahead of him in the final, but um, like he would have done, I think he would have done just as well there. And Raina, his numbers don't reflect this because he's such a utility player, like used when, as you said, the pressure is high. And if you look at innings where he's played and the pressure's on, he's almost, he's had his highest success rate, you know? And um, the other favorite thing for me, um, beyond the, the is actually in the IPL, that one season where Dhoni um, was injured, and he captained, and he had like even though CSK didn't win a lot of those games, he had a monster string of performances where he was hitting almost a 50 a game, he hit that 199 where he thought he had 100. Like, uh, he was, <laughs> and it's just he's one of those players who you don't even realize how much you can rely on him, and um, that's what makes me upset that he's just done. So, and he's young, I thought, I thought he was much older, yeah, the first, Indian to yeah. Score, the
0: first Indian to score a century in the all three, three of the game. Yeah, Yeah. and he scored a test century on debut he scored a century against south africa like again like defying the odds when we have never like historically performed that well against south africa and just the way he like led the charge every time he came out to bat as we spoke about it the quarterfinals and the semifinals not having played throughout the tournament just coming in like in two crucial games and in both those games if he hadn't been around we could potentially have lost because that Chase like in the quarterfinal, it could have like it could have, oh, yeah. could have gone out of hand. And the first innings against Pakistan, like the top four, like the nexus of the Indian cricket team at the, like in that tournament, like the at least two of the top four would fire every single time. But in the semi-final, like you had Sachin play like slightly well, but apart from that, you needed like somebody at the at the back end, especially after Yuvraj Singh got duck, like got got out for a duck, and you needed someone to take responsibility. And there you had Suresh Raina, like not having played too many matches that tournament, just take responsibility and do what he does best and i feel like it was so long ago it was nine years ago that that happened and he retired just yesterday at the age of 33 and you just realize that there are some players who like have really really long careers but you don't realize the longevity of their careers until they retire because
2: I mean, he's been around at high about, level since 2006. Yeah, yeah. So
0: 2006 so i was yeah. i thought that when but yeah. i thought that when he retires his age will be 36 37 and so the first thing so, i did when i yeah, the, the first thing I did when I read that he's retired is I went on a quick bus to see his age and it said thirty-three. And I'm like all through the last four years, I thought he was 33 in 2016 because of the way he was ousted mm-hmm. from the Indian cricket team. Yeah. And it was just it was it, it was just heartbreaking. But yeah, it, it like Ms. Dhoni is just like phenomenal. Like everything that we are saying about Suresh right now, we are being able to say because there was MS Dhoni mm-hmm. like in the Indian cricket team as the mm-hmm. captain at that point in time who entrusted Raina with you know obviously like uh, like the World Cup notwithstanding he entrusted Raina with like almost every single thing that he entrusted Virat Kohli with towards the end of his career and just the fact that Dhoni was able to trust his players so much, just the fact that Dhoni was able to I don't know like he was able to take someone like a Joginder, like no one and convert him into a Joginder Sharma as like as we have <laughs> fondly like discussed on the podcast like <clears throat> it just proves his mettle and his aptitude as a captain like under MS Dhoni some of the players Who were just not able to perform after MS Dhoni retired like as a captain like they performed at their peak you saw Mohit Sharma making it to the Indian cricket team and performing exceptionally well and the moment like the moment he left Chennai Super Kings it was just a completely different Mohit Sharma. Mohit Sharma won the purple cap one year and the Mm -hmm. very next year he was struggling to get wickets and like it just proves how much like if you give Dhoni a team of 20 even if it's a team of 20-35 year olds as we saw in the 20 in the 2018 idea he can just optimize his resources and just like guide you to victory and you won't even know how he did it and the thing about Dhoni's captaincy is that there is a mysterious ingredient which none of us will know we will never know we'll just never know what made yeah. him such a good captain because yeah. we have all have theories that he was calm he was cool but like we have players who have said that no he wasn't calm or cool he was just like he was temperamental and like you know that anything that. that you know about yeah Kuldeep has said it yeah, Raina has said it so like nothing uh-huh. that we know about Dhoni like the person on screen is actually the Dhoni like that people should know about or the Dhoni who like people should or the the, like it's not Dhoni like it in Dhoni that we we can't even see anything it's like it's just indescribable because until (laughs) he writes his memoir unless and until like he speaks about his experiences which he has not done at all through his career we won't even know what MS Dhoni
3: was made of.
4: Yeah
3: yeah I think when you when you mentioned on screen uh also the fact that I think I think the I think his movie uh i think that spoke a lot about the kind of person he was and the reason why people like that's 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 part of why it's such a big deal right because uh we all knew dhoni the great cricketer, the great captain but to know where he comes from the kind of place he comes from the amount of effort he had to put in the way he uh, handled all of those instances where he wasn't given an opportunity or he missed an opportunity for such like missing a match because he couldn't make it in time because he had to drive all the way over there. It was it was such it was so sad and just to see like his only reaction is he goes somewhere, thinks about it for a minute, comes back and he's like okay fine let's go back. (laughs) So I mean that kind of composure at times of such great tension, uh, I think that's why people love him so much right. I think that movie gave us so much perspective into the kind of person Dhoni is, the kind of temperament he has, the reason why he's so great. So, I mean, that's definitely one of my favorite movies. And, and, in fact, that and, the, and, the,
0: and the funny part about this is that that was still just, it, it, it was called M.S. Dhoni, the untold story. But even at the end, a large part of the story remains untold because he has said this and we discussed this in the like, last week when we were recording our podcast that like there was like a series of events that took place in 20, 2007, seven, two thousand and eight, where there were a few interviewers who were trying to interview him. There were like, Vikram Saj, he got off Kapoor, all of them were trying to get in touch with him. And he said, I'm not gonna tell you guys any of my stories because if I tell you all of all that's happened to me in my life, then what am I gonna write about in my autobiography? <laughs>
3: right?
0: So Mm -hmm. like he just made it very clear at the start of his career that he is (laughs) not going to share any information that he has about anything or any like anything about his life until he actually retires and although we know where he's where he's come from and how he has risen to where he has this there are so many aspects of that story even when I was watching the movie just today I'm like I want to know more about what happened I want to know more about that train that he met. I I just want to know every single thing that took yeah. place every like every single moment and I'm pretty sure the kind of person he is how sharp his mind is like I'm pretty sure that there is a simple explanation that he has for all of these things and I'm so excited to hear these and I remember like when I was younger like Archit and I used to watch cricket together and like I remember he used to be like a big Dhoni fan he supported Rising Pune Supergiant when um like CSK was <laughs> suspended and all of us all of us being from Mumbai used to make so much fun of him mm-hmm. but he supported like oh, he loved Dhoni he loved Kevin Peterson so he just like Supported and he supported RPS to the end, although they ended up seven that season. So, mm-hmm. like Arjit, even he has like a lot of memories attached to MS Dhoni.
4: Yes, definitely. Definitely. I think I'll a part of the reason I would blame driving Pune Super Giants, not to look at Raina. I think Raina and Dhoni together, I remember, and Chennai were a winning force together. Were remember- Akash Jyotish,
1: keyword is were there. He said were a winning force. Keyword is will be. We- <laughs> Yeah, no. yeah, yeah.
3: All, all I know is that this <laughs>
1: That's is our This is going to keep
4: hurting.
1: going yeah. Alright,
4: go on, Arjun. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, but yes, uh, we also spoke about uh, Suresh, and But I think them together. I think I remember so many of their matches together. They they quick doubles, quick singles, and they were able to get Chennai past the line. I think one one key partnership I remember was Dhoni and Raina from a, from a match. It was about I guess 200 to win and uh, against RCB and they got 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 Chennai through the line. It was it was, uh, it was an, definitely a very memorable match. And not just that, both of them both of them are really good in the field. We I have always heard about Dhoni's wicket keeping, he's, he with him and his thumping. Even right now, I think we we ignore the fact that outside is batting, he's a great fielder, also a great bowler. So many times he doing him as a pass like, like three to four He's also got like a couple of two to three wicket hauls uh, for Chennai. So I think both of achievement them, as a bowler. Yes. <laughs> two three <laughs> wicket hauls. Yes. I mean it is a bull achievement if you're a batting all-rounder. rounder. Ball. That mm-hmm. is true. Yes. Yes, and so many of us remember 2011 World Cup, but I think for me the key uh the key moment from Dhoni's career was when he won the champions trophy for India. Yeah. I remember yeah. Jadeja I think was the highest wicket taker and shikha was the highest scorer uh that champions trophy. We, we we were like we really trashed every team that tournament. And, and we he depended one twenty nine.
2: That was a testament yeah, to his yeah,
4: He was yeah. the
0: eldest. He was, was like, MS
4: Dhoni was really the eldest tough.
0: member in that team at the age of 28 or 29. He was wow. the eldest member in the team. Yeah. And the second yeah. eldest yeah. member yeah. in the team was Ravi Chandran yeah. Ashwin. <laughs> apart from him, every single person. Rohit Sharma, Virat Kohli, Shikhar Dhawan, they were all youngsters, 24, yeah. 25. For a, for a young
2: years. team <laughs> to win by consistent, like yeah. great captaincy, great performances by everyone. I, I definitely agree with you. I think that was the almost pinnacle of of his captaincy, that tournament.
4: Yeah. We have seen also- Dhoni performing yes, yes, Yeah, we have also I, I, seen Dhani perform okay. go, on, go. On. No, go, go, go. <laughs> yeah. So we have seen Dhoni performing for like seven, eight years with Chennai super with India in the two thousand seven World Cup. Then he won Chennai two odd cups in the champions uh Champions League T twenty IPL. He won India two thousand eleven World Cup, then two thousand thirteen again. So we have seen him with different teams and different age groups. Uh getting the cup back home you
0: know we should also like um focus or we we should also take a moment to appreciate how like he's won so many trophies but every single time the moment to accept the trophy comes on you'll never see him like you'll never see him being in the hubbub you'll always see him standing in one corner quietly and as decently as in 2018 in the IAPL when the Chennai Super Kings won he picked up the trophy gave it to somebody else and he was just playing with his daughter on the field And the very next day he uploaded a, Mm -hmm. uh, he uploaded a photograph of um, him with his daughter and he said that, yeah, it feels great to have won the IPL, but uh, my daughter, she cares more about playing on the grass. Like, playing on, playing on the field. And it just it just proves that, you know, yeah. how simplistic he is. And yet, he's so sharp and unique. Like, the way he retired by saying, from 1929 hours, you can consider me as retired. Who would have thought that anybody could do that? Who would have thought that anybody no could was do that? I was I was I was on Instagram. I refreshed my feed. And Mah- Mahindra mm-hmm. Singh Dhoni's post comes up. And he's like, from 1929 hours, thank you for your support. I couldn't understand what he's saying. It was so cryptic. But that's how, Thanks. that's how Dhoni is. <laughs> Thanks. But that's how Dhoni is. He is cryptic. 2014, when he retired from, like, Test matches, like when he stepped down from captaincy in tests and also retired from tests, he did an entire one-hour press conference before he retired, and he did not mention his retirement at all. He made it look as if he's going to be captaining the next couple of matches as well, and he walked off the press conference saying, "Thank you so much, guys." And and an hour later, you you hear that he is no longer going to be the captain. He is no longer going to play Test cricket at all. And I'm like what kind of a man does it take mm-hmm. to be in front of 200 like people in the <laughs> press box and like have questions asked about mm-hmm. India's loss and still mm-hmm. contain your emotions and mm-hmm. not let anything out and that's why I feel like just how cryptic he was like it's very difficult for anyone to be that way like no matter how hard we try if someone like nudges us or needles us at one point we will end up like we like we will end mm-hmm. up cracking. right we will yeah. end up like giving out like more than we should and he just seemed like a guy who was indispensable. He just seemed like a guy who like, I don't know, like I, ha- I have no words to describe amazonian yeah, All I know is it, I that his do... final fr- like the only thing I know is that his final frontier for the Indian cricket team was not that run out. It was not supposed to be that run out. It was supposed to be him yeah. hitting a helicopter shot over yeah. Long on at Lords of few days from then and
4: yeah. getting us home yeah. and making yeah. us win the World Cup. Yeah. I know yeah. that
0: in
3: my heart. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. To add on to that point about him uh, giving, like, giving the trophy to his teammates, right? I remember he once said in an interview that don't you think it's weird that in a team sport it's the captain who goes and collects the trophy? So when he yeah. was asked as to why in those pictures he's not there, right in front, holding the trophy, and uh, like why he's always on the sideline, that was his justification. He said it's a team sport. We've all worked hard together, and it's a, it's a team. It's a collective effort of all of us. So why should I alone go and collect the trophy and take all the credit? So I just don't feel like doing that. So I take the trophy yeah. because I'm supposed to, but then I just give it to them. And then I'll just stand on the sideline because it's everybody's victory. And that's, I mean, when I, when I, when I heard that, it was, it was, I was abs- it, it it's the best thing I've ever heard. Like that's what mm-hmm. made me love Dhoni as a person. That was the first time I, I think that's one of his first quotes, which has always stuck with me and which I absolutely love. So yeah, and that- when
0: you go to when you go on like the thing is no guys, if you go to ESPN and cricket if you go to Crickbuzz, and you even go to Stats Guru and you dig all this data and you find like all the averages and strike rates that Dhoni has, you might always find a player who you can compare him with. On a lot of France you can compare him with Yuvraj Singh. On some France you can compare him with Suresh Raina. Also, there are certain like places where you, Yusuf Pathan might like end up averaging or like having a strike rate higher than him, right? But the thing is that at the end of the day, you don't like hold Dhoni in isolation as a player because he was the one who taught us that it's a team sport and like for a long long time there was such a there was such a debate there was such a like an extensive debate which goes on in the generation above ours as well that you know like Sachin was not as good as Dravid, Sachin was valued like Dravid was not as valued as Sachin because there was so much like there's such an overpowering debate about like personal achievements in cricket which Dhoni completely debunked and made it like made all of us realize that it is a team sport at the end of the day and I think that is what makes him so special that no matter what happens, you know that in Dhoni you have someone who's gonna trust you. You have someone who's gonna consider you to be as equal a part of the team as he, like as himself. And you know, like in theory, you're not, you're not the captain. Like if you're not the captain, then you're not mm-hmm. as important as the captain. But he'll never make you feel that way. And
2: the yeah. thing about him yeah. is that he's, yeah, I was just gonna oh, say that he's always there to make sure he carries you forward. You know, he knows that the the effort of the win is the whole team but he knows that when it's his job to step up, he's always there. And, you know, going back to what you said about the numbers, um, yeah, there's, there's been other great finishers who we have to show respect to, but I don't think there's anyone who can compare with Dhoni's, I think it's 100-plus um, average and successful run chases, which is insane, which means, you know, he's hitting, he's hitting huge totals to take them from really difficult positions. Over a course of, you know, mathematically what's longer than needed, but he'll do it to ensure that the last over he backs himself to win the game, right? And he's always there. He's always not out, you know, always hitting the winning shot because he knows that he can do it for the team. And he knows that he, you know, deserves, the team deserves for him to step up as a captain. And as, as long as he was there for the Indian team, he'd consistently done it um and i think that's one of the greatest things about him as a player was that at the end of the game you could always count on him to win it for the team um would always put himself out there measure the game understand the situation talk it out with his batting partner and always find a way you know regardless of the situation whether it was or yell at them or or yell at them if they were doing the wrong thing, but that's what a captain has to do, right? Oh yeah,
1: no doubt. No, and you know, to all your points, right? I think what I was trying to say before was, um, it's Doni was the one who I think really, and it's it's difficult to say. You know, I'm not going to go so far as saying that he could win with any team he had. I don't think that's true, but he made sure he could do that by selecting the team equitably, fairly, and making sure that rather than you you have your your set um you know number four batsman number five batsman whatever it is you have a group of 11 players who within larger spheres of bowlers batsmen and all-rounders could do what they're supposed to do but work as an 11 and that concept has is no longer being followed and that is it's so obvious now right and we talked about 2019 where we had to find a number four and Vijay Shankar was a bust Dinesh Karthik was a bust so on and so forth why when you can have 11 players And whoever it is can step up at that number four spot when needed. That's what he did in 2011. Soumya said today that I have never seen a a group of of players so vigorous as 2011. I've never seen that sense of... And there's a reason for that. Because then that reason is that Dhoni didn't create players. He didn't create roles. He created teams. And when he went out with that team, he could ensure that whoever does what in that match, as long as he... Is overseeing people and is keeping an eye on the game. He had the tools to win that game. He's not relying on X to do his job at certain position, right? right. Um, and and beyond that too, like you you mentioned the records piece of it. So I mean, I think it's just it's the the functional aspect of MS Dhoni, right? You don't you don't have to look at MS Dhoni from a number standpoint. And you know the other thing you mentioned was about Sachin Dhoni. All that debate stuff is happening now. Even back then, the reason why they were so good was you had those four players, Dhoni, Ganguly, Lakshman, and Dravid. Didn't matter what order they played in, they kept oscillating. But you knew the four of them were a unit. Add Sewak to that, you you knew the five or six, whoever it was, they were a unit. Same way with Dhoni, you had 11 players who were a unit. So it didn't matter that Kohli was doing better than Rohit Sharma, back then in 2011, 2013, it didn't matter that Suresh Raina was only getting, we'll bring it back to him, 50s or 60s or whatever it is. He's scoring the key 30s and 40s when he needs to and winning us games. That was what was prioritized. Today, it's all about, you know, and I like Shreya Iyer, but Shreya Iyer is hitting 50 every game. He should be in the team. You know, so-and-so is is not, so he should not be in the team, right? But there's no cohesion. That's not, it's not important anymore. And, there's so much more left to chance in that sense that and tony was the one for the first time to really build a team for what it's intended 11 players who can work together
2: yeah and the yeah, thing and about that that, that, he was yeah. never afraid to do something different he was never afraid to take an unconventional choice yeah. exactly well, yeah. yeah if you had a game where the, the pitch was playing a certain way he'll play the part timer he'll play right now as much as he needs to and it always works out you know he'll do whatever it takes in the situation <laughs> with the 11 players he has he doesn't say this is his role, so this is the way he's going to play. He can move guys throughout the lineup, and he knows they'll perform. You know, all these changes that he makes because he has a true understanding at the base level of what roles a different player can fulfill. It doesn't have to be the role that they most often fulfill. He just trusts them to do what's needed for the team. And the way he can kind of put that together and create a cohesion in any chase, in any defense of a total um is i think one of his most amazing traits as a captain and as a person
0: yeah and uh, like when you talk about unconventional routes like he obviously made these small changes in games in order to ensure that he's able to cohesively bring the team together but one of the long-standing changes that he made and like everyone is grateful for it is that he promoted Rohit Sharma of the order and Rohit Sharma was doing fine at number six, number seven. He was scoring at like 120, like and he was being able to score like those 30s and 40s but MS Dhoni saw that there is something more that I can get out of this player and if I want the team to stay together like Rohit Sharma mm-hmm. should open and so he made Rohit Sharma open and now you can't imagine a team without Rohit Sharma opening and Virat Kohli at three so like that like i mean dhoni brought those things together and mm-hmm. like we can only be grateful for that what we see in the indian team today like yeah there might be flaws but the reason why the team even has a structure the kind of like with the kind of structure that it has today is because dhoni instituted it it is because dhoni put it in place and it's just tough to imagine a team being as cohesive and just as harmonious without MS Dhoni in the midst of it. It's difficult for me to like imagine that there'll be a time in the in the near future when Kuldeep Yadav will be bowling and you won't have MS Dhoni like, shouting at him in Hindi <laughs> like between the overs. It's very difficult for me to imagine that there's going to be a time now in the future where Kuldeep Yadav used Mendel <clears throat> the Chahal, they bowl and they'd appear for like before mm-hmm. and it's KL Rahul or Rishabh standing behind and they don't know whether like it hit the stumps or not. But yeah. if it was Dhoni you knew it was a Dhoni review system, it was going to go upstairs immediately. And it's just difficult for you to imagine that so much that MS Dhoni gave to the cricket team is just all of a sudden no longer going to be around. It's not been around for one year now, but there's always this ray of hope, you know, that if he performs well in the yeah. IPL, if he performs well in the IPL, he might get a chance in the T20 World Cup and he should get a chance in the T20 World Cup, mm. but maybe not. Like he just found the best yeah. day, the best occasion, the 15th of August, the independence day to retire. And I don't think he could have found a better occasion, a more monumental okay. occasion, but that's how he is. He'll just walk away without saying anything and yeah. he'll just leave all of us in despair and he'll never even clarify it. He'll yeah. never even clarify yeah. it. I don't You know uh, you saying you're
3: thing. saying that you're saying that when Kuldeep Yadav bowls he won't have Dhoni standing at the Take back uh you. keeping that sorry uh keeping like that's sad, but when you think of him being replaced by Rishabh Pant and then giving instructions to Kuldeep Yadav, <laughs> that whole <hurts me> thing more. <laughs> you know what's funny? Yeah. Uh this, Rishabh Pant. This, this this episode has been like a small summary of so many of our previous episodes like we've spoken like there, there's been some aspect of almost all our episodes in this particular episode that just makes me yeah, feel man. that Dhoni has been <laughs> such a huge part of cricket that we've, yeah. we've mentioned him and we've mentioned his tactics we've mentioned his strategy we've mentioned his mind in almost all our episodes it's it's just amazing
2: yeah yeah, yeah and, it's,
0: it's, exactly. and that, that's the reason why i started the episode even by saying that you know like we're talking about like the crux of direct hit today because like it's players who create events and moments and memories and like MS Dhoni is just one of them. If there was no MS Dhoni, I don't know if India would have won the 2011 World Cup and if India wouldn't have won the 2011 World Cup, I don't know if I would have been as invested in cricket as I am today. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just, what were you saying?
4: Yeah. 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 So I think we all agree. Dhoni, like uh, I was talking to my dad about this day uh, earlier today. I asked him what are your views about oh, Tony retiring. He he said that more than a player, my dad loved him as a potion. as a leader, because so many traditions we got. And as you all said, you know, just everyone lifting the cup. You know, he made he made the sport more of a team thing. You know, more like everyone just enjoying the sport. You know, I me mean? he made it more about that. Right? winning, not just winning with every team, but also making it a team. You know. So many people just love Chennai because you know, just as a team, the chemistry they have you know, Dhoni, Raina, we have so many. We have seen Dhoni with Ashwin, (laughs) 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 and and I think Dhoni has been there during every event, whether it be good or bad. I remember 2015 World Cup semi final, we were losing badly against Australia, but Dhoni was there till the end. I remember he had two sisters also, Despite, even, even the 2018 World Cup. Whether it be losing or winning, yeah, 2019, sorry, mm-hmm. 2019. Whether we, it be, be losing or winning, Dhoni is always there. And you know, yeah. it's just it's just made it a tradition for all of us. We add that, like, friends, everyone, which is, you know, every one of you know, on he them. Is, his, he's, he's not,
2: the he, it's not like, he's never going to die off in anyone's mind. I mean, obviously. Him and Reina are still going to be there in the IPL. Um, for many more years. For many more years, yeah. At least three, four more years. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, where where they've both been the most valued and felt the most at home. Um, and they'll still be playing there. They'll still be involved in cricket in some form moving forward. Um, and I don't think anyone will ever forget um, Dhoni's or even Raina's contributions to the game. I mean... Raina as a T20 player, has been a symbol of the format. He's he's represented how a, a <clears throat> top-order batsman should play, coming in at number three and hitting some brilliant innings. I mean, I talk about this one a lot, but uh, that, I think, 2014 qualifier against Punjab, where you know, uh, they hit oh, oh. forward. That was, I think, McCullum time Brendan year, McCullum. right? Yeah and and right now hit i think what 84 off 20 87 off 25 25. 25. (laughs) yeah just he wasn't even hitting bad shots he was hitting beautiful strokes every ball he's literally every ball was a a brilliant four i'm telling you put him
1: him under pressure and you get
2: results and when you don't he sucks
3: Yeah. yeah, but oh. you know,
0: like there are just some days when you walk out to bat and you know that no matter how fast, like you know, it doesn't matter if it's Dale Steyn coming at you, Kahi Bada, Mitchell Stark Pat and just with Bumrah, no matter who I'm it, it back is, back. you're gonna, yeah, you're gonna, yeah, it doesn't matter who it is. Like if 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 it's your day and if you're in the zone, you're invincible and you're just gonna like take the attack back no matter who the bowler is. And so, mm-hmm. I had one of those days that day, and it's true yeah. And MS Dhoni has that day almost every single day, which is why I feel yeah. like it's okay. Mm-hmm. He might have not led us to victory against England last year. And there might be questions raised about it, but I think those are like we've discussed those enough on the podcast, and this is probably like not the best time to even discuss those things. I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. he must be having reasons for those, which we will hear about in his autobiography whenever it releases. So probably um, this is a good time to close because even Sid needs to leave, and it was a very spontaneous episode. So thank you so much, guys, for joining us, and. One thing that I would like to say before we close is, I even mentioned it earlier, but I know like in my heart that MS Dhoni's final frontier for the Indian cricket team was not supposed to be that run out. It was supposed to be him hitting a six over long on, a helicopter Mm -hmm. over long on at Lord's a few days from then and guiding us to victory that year. And it'll forever remain a final frontier, at least in my heart. And it's safe to say once again, that if from 1929 hours, we can consider MS Dhoni as retired, we can safely consider ourselves to be damaged irreparably. On that note, thank you so much.
1: Okay, no, know, I, be 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 I, I will say that say, I, I you know, that's...
2: when CSK beats Mumbai in this year's IPL with a beautiful six over long on from
0: Yeah, I mean, like Mumbai, Mumbai won't win the first match anyway. But um, and I really wish that CSK <laughs> win, like at least, at least reaches like the at least reaches the playoffs. And it's going to be difficult for the C- for CSK. F- not, we will because they play playoffs. Yeah, exactly. So I just, I really hope they do. It's going to be difficult, but they will defy the odds and reach it nonetheless. Now it's just becoming any other directed episode, and there'll be no edits. In this. So thank you so much. <laughs> thank you so much for joining us, guys. Thank you so much for joining us, guys.
1: Any last thoughts, or should I end the broadcast? Wait, 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 just one last thing. I mean, I what you said is true. Like, it's a little um, it it's it's sad, no doubt. But I want to say that like. He's at least set the present. I think, you know, the fact that we're always going to be comparing Virat Kohli, and Virat Kohli knows this too, to his credit. Mm. He knows he's always going to be compared to Dhoni. He's done a good mm. job with mm. that in mind, right? Um, but I think he set a standard for Indian cricket that I think is going to drive how mm. India drives itself all into the future. So um, while it's sad that he's done, his legacy is going to live on. And I think um, pe- the selectors are at some point that's going to catch up to them, and I cannot wait for that day.
0: Yeah, neither can we. And until then, mm-hmm. congratulations to Mahindra Singh Dhoni on an illustrious career and on a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful career. And we just wish him the very best. We can't wait to see him in the commentary box. We can't wait to see a sequel to his film. We can't wait to read his autobiography and hear all the stories that we have been starving like to hear all these years. Thank you guys.